Hey, Mr. Secretary, thank you for recommending that we do a special edition podcast on advocates and the importance of advocacy and, you know, recognizing some of the heroes of our industry. Yeah. You know, without people willing to dedicate their lives to continuing to fight and help other veterans, we wouldn't have the type of services and system and legislation that we have today. So I think taking a moment out of the work that we do to reflect upon some of these amazing people who are out there and have spent their lives fighting for others is an important part of what we need to do, Lil. I think you're right. And, you know, we take it for granted here, you know, in the Beltway for the advocates who work here all the time. But, you know, veterans across the country sometimes don't realize the effort that goes into protecting their rights. And and you're right, the 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 people who have dedicated their heart and soul and their lives to to working on behalf of veterans across the country so that they can have and, and keep and protect the benefits that they've earned. Well, and that's why it's so important that when giants in the field who have spent their lives helping others pass away, that we take a moment to really reflect upon what they've contributed, how they've spent their lives, how they've sacrificed even after they left service for others, and make sure that we remember them with the dignity and respect that they deserve. I really want to thank you for saying that. And, and you know, the, the two advocates that we're going to talk about today were you know, not only giants in this community, but they were friends. You know, they were people that we worked side by side with for many, many years. And it, you'd be hard pressed to walk into any lawmaker's office, whether they served on a veterans committee or not, and mention their names and not have them know, you know, who these who these advocates are. And these were not only just advocates who did great things. These were special people that you could know that their word meant something. You knew what their mission and their values were, and you knew that even in Washington, where you can only maybe rely upon your dog, that these people were people that you'd want to be on the right side of an issue with because they were going to stand up and stay with you on it. Now, it's really true, and, and, it, and it especially hurts when we lose them sooner than we know that we should. You know, relatively speaking, you know, in the longevity of, of today's lifespan, they were relatively young. And uh, so John Summer was the executive director of the American Legion for a great many years before I was the executive director. He was uh, three executive directors prior to me. And, uh, you know, I'll share with you that not only does everybody in the community know and respect him, but there was a time when I was asked to clean some boxes out of the basement. And... Uh, my instructions were to just go get them and throw them away, you know, get a team together and, and, and get rid of the clutter. And as I opened them, what I found were historical records dating back to the 70s, and they all had John Summers' memos in them. And, and the memos, as I, as I chronologically looked through the boxes, started out with him as an assistant director, as a deputy director, then as a director and then executive director signing memos, and it was all about advocating for Agent Orange. He had petitioned the Department of Defense for troop movements and spray patterns uh, and Dow Chemical. And really, I, I dare say without John Summers' efforts, Agent Orange would not have presumptive illnesses today. They just wouldn't. And he did an amazing amount of work. There were hundreds of thousands of, of, of printouts and pages and 
when you lose someone like that, it matters. It does matter. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that that's just an amazing story because the Agent Orange issue has really plagued so many hundreds of thousands of people and their lives for decades and decades. And now that we're, you know, we've made progress, we're not all the way there, but we've added these presumptives and we've recognized our responsibility to these people, we have John Summers to thank. And um, I hope that, you know, his family and his friends have some solace in understanding how important his contributions have been to so many others. Yeah, and so John was a, a Vietnam veteran and so was Gary Augustine, and, and we lost him just a couple of days ago. And really, the, the veteran community is, is reeling, uh, you know, from his loss. It was, it was very fast. Um, and Gary, again, you, you, you can't walk into a lawmaker's office without them knowing who Gary Augustine was, you know, the former executive director of, uh, of DAV, Disabled American Veterans. And once again, as you said earlier, when he spoke, you knew that he was serious. He, you know, he, he didn't bluff, he didn't jest, because um, he spoke from experience. He, uh, I guess the best way to describe Gary is that uh, he was battered but not broken. Um, he, had, uh, he had a very noticeable limp. He, uh, you know, his hand, you know, had been mangled in combat. And he just never, never, never once mentioned it, never talked about it, never let it slow him down. And, uh, you know, the, the, the ravages of, of some of the poisons of, you know, of his war era finally overtook him. Yeah. But boy, did he have a big impact. I know that he was a confidant to many secretaries of the VA, many senators. Uh, he was the person that you would go to when you really needed some honest, good feedback, and he would hold the conversations in confidence, but he really was passionate, and um, that experience is gonna be missed in Washington. He was also a good friend to many, a great husband to Kelly uh, and to his daughter that he was so proud of, um, and he certainly is gonna be deeply missed. He will be deeply missed, I mean, he, he never, uh, he never failed to show up for events. He he was always present, even after he retired. He made sure to still come and bring his family, and and they would all show up. So everybody knows and everybody respects him. And the the marvelous thing about people like Gary and and John is that even if you didn't particularly agree with their, uh, you know, with their advocacy at the time, you respected them because they were able to. Um, you know, to bring about their argument in a fair and balanced way on behalf of their members. And I, they were very, just very well respected, and we are going to miss them deeply. You know, Lou, this has been a tough year. We've lost so many giants, uh, Johnny Isaacson, Bob Dole, uh, you know, Bernie Edelman from Vietnam Veterans, countless others that I don't want to leave anybody off to the list because so many people are still grieving these these losses but you know john and gary are certainly among them and you know i think both you and i want people to know at policy vets and in our worlds that we will continue to remember and keep a very special place in our hearts for these giants and their families for a long time to come 
Mr. Secretary, I think that's a perfect way to end. Thank you so much.